Greetings, dearest travelers. Are you looking to sink your teeth into something in between episodes? Then check out our friend's book, Phil the Killer by Taz Cronby. If How I Met Your Mother married dead ringers, you'd get Phil the Killer. The protagonist is so desperate to meet the one and has many misguided attempts at human connection. Sadly, he can't find true love since he just keeps killing them. He finally meets a person who can turn him from killer to a homemaker, but an unexpected twist derails his plans. This story is full of dark comedic moments mixed with commentary on the reality of you can't always get what you want. You can get your copy of Phil the Killer by Taz Cronby on Amazon or directly from Taz's site. That's Taz spelled T-A-S thewriter.com slash Phil dash the dash killer. Get your copy today. that if I were you. Don't worry. I'm just your friendly forest ranger. No need to be skittish. There are far greater threats in these woods than me. Now, let me see. My, my, my. What a big Nasty wound you have there. Good thing I came along. Too much of the Acum Nepalis you have there could lead to a very lethal improper dosage. It's nothing against Mia Farrow's performance. I just felt her character was just so damn passive and mousy throughout like the whole movie. I mean, Rosemary's fragile and like naive, but also highly intelligent and resourceful, especially in the face of all that misogyny and gaslighting. Farrow perfectly walks the fine line between flippant suspicion and genuine terrified paranoia and she also sings the creepiest children's lullaby of 
all time. Ugh. The wedding's two months away. Six weeks. What am I getting myself into? The ultimate horror story. <laughs> Let me try. Any luck? No. Signal bars are at zero. I don't even see any street signs. Where the hell are we? Apparently, a Twilight Zone episode. Better that than Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania. What? Bumblefuck? Next gas station we pass, I'll ask for directions. How's you ask for directions whenever we're running on empty? You're the one who's driving. And you're the one that who's been coordinating this romantic country escape. So do your thing and coordinate. We should have gone to London. Could have been there by now, even by car. Come on. Nothing beats this part of the country during the fall. The change of season. It's beautiful. Not at night. We're over two hours behind schedule, and it's getting dark. Something's bound to turn up. Like my blood pressure. What's that ahead of us? It's a guy on horseback. With a hat. And suspenders? Looks like he rode out of the 19th century. Should we ask him for directions? Please don't. I just said don't. Ex excuse me? Whoa. Whoa. Sorry to bother you. Do you know if there's a gas station nearby? The man's driving a horse. Shush. Beautiful a horse you have. Yeah, there's one before the interstate. About... 10 miles in the other direction? 10 miles? We're at low. Fumes. Any chance there's something closer? Eamon's place. You might get gas there. You'll see the pumps, old and rusty, just over a mile ahead. Thank you so much. Just remember, Eamon, he doesn't like outsiders. If he says no, Offer to buy one of his rabbit pelts. Pelts? And if he still says no, tell him I sent you, and buy two pelts. And your name? Joshua. But tell Eamon you heard it from the man with no name. Is that a movie a reference? Movie reference? <laughs> <laughs> I like cowboy movies, yeah. Me too. Me not. I'm surprised you're so far out this way. This road's supposed to be close to drivers of cars. Forgive my friend Chris. He's allergic to horses. Best be off now. It's Bluton season and will be dark soon. Bluton season? The hell is a Bluton season? No idea. Sounds German? I take it we're in Amish country? They're mainly in Lancaster County, but some are out here. Amish and Mennonite. What's the difference? They have subcultures. All I know about the Amish was watching Witness. 
so it's okay for us to talk about movies again? As long as it's not horror films or westerns. Shall we put that in the prenup? Sure. And you'll never coordinate us to run out of gas again. Manage expectations, darling. Look, there it is. Talk about old and rusty. Looks like a relic from the Dust Bowl. With deer antlers and animal pelts? Rustic charm. And a darkly lit office. And a creepy garage in the back. What's that redneck hillbilly movie? Deliverance. I guess I'll go? Yes. And get directions? Yes. And get coffee? If fit for human consumption. Need anything else? A tetanus shot? You fill her up while I charm the locals. Can we do self-service here? Pennsylvania, yes. Jersey, no. Amos. Shit. Man with no name. Merciful Zeus. I do hate this place. Hello? Who the fuck is that? And who the fuck are they? Oh shit! Andy? Andy! Coming! I got his coffee and a priceless bubble fuck map. No pelt required. Pity, can you hurry up, please? I could. Would you mind taking over? I've been driving five hours. Fine, just get in the car. Here's your coffee. Don't you have to pee? Bladders can wait. Let's go. Today. Wow. Forceful. So were you guys, like, exchanging life stories? Practically. Eamon's a charming fellow, but talks, talks, talks. There's a lot of deer and bears in the area to look out for, he says. What's with you? I could have sworn I saw other people in there. In the garage. Creepy people. Really? Really. It was a gathering of some kind. You're shitting me. Shit you not. I think they had torches. Torches? I'm in there, all alone, with gas station Eamon, while a crowd with torches... Gathering. It was a gathering. Gathering with torches is right next door? And you didn't think to get me? I called out to you. Subtle. I've told you, we have to get better at communicating, sweetie. I know. I'm just glad that that place is behind us. They're not following us, are they? No. All of them witches. Creepy. Creepy. Okay. 
We're driving along a river now. I think we're in Clinton County. Renovo can't be too far away. <laughs> Tomorrow we can check out their annual Flaming Foliage Festival. Flaming Foliage? I like the sound of that. This is weird. The map points out all these street names, but I don't see any street signs. I haven't seen any buildings or lights for miles. Creepy. Creepy. Speaking of, isn't this that river where the Newcastle lady drowned back in the 80s? Jessica Savich? That happened along the Delaware in Bucks County. We'll be heading there day after tomorrow. We're seeing where she drowned? We're seeing Washington's Crossing, then New Hope and Lambertville, quaint touristy towns, shops, and antique stores. What's with you and antiques anyway? Love antiques. I'm marrying one. <laughs> Always did have good taste. <gasps> Jesus, sweetie, put on your seatbelt. Sorry. I've forgotten the mad rush for escape. It's a bad habit with you. This damn belt's stuck. Is it caught in the door? No, it's jammed stuck. You didn't break this, did you? What? A seatbelt conspiracy now? You blame me for everything. Damn this damn, damnable damn thing. Watch the road, Chris. I am, damn it. No, damn it. You are not. Please, Chris. Look out! My poor darling. Don't, don't try to speak. Squeeze my hand if you understand me. Okay, that's good. Do you know who I am? Okay, that's better. Do you remember anything about the car accident? The deer we hit? No? Don't worry, it'll come back to you. You're safe, you're okay. We both are, now. Mm. I know it hurts. They had to operate on you twice. Your trachea was lacerated by the glass. You've been in medically induced coma for three weeks. We're in a rural health clinic. All the major hospitals were too far away. But these guys really seem to know what they're doing. Thank God. Mm. I'll get the doctor and demand more morphine. I'll give them a real terms of endearment meltdown if I have to. <coughs> they're an interesting bunch here. The medical staff, a little eccentric and weird, but it 
is pretty much Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania, like you said. Devdon, Pennsylvania, actually. Oh, hiya, Doc. Chris just woke up. I see. Good morning, Mr. Woodhouse. I am Dr. Matthias Peachy. Glad to see you among the living, yeah? <sighs> You're lucky. A half its wall would have cut your jugular. And then we wouldn't have be having this nice conversation. Your friend, Mr. McHugh, he is lucky too. Yes, Chris. I got this gnarly scar across my face. Be glad you're medicated. It ain't pretty. Yeah, we'll take good care of you both here. Me and Nurse Abigail. She's coming soon. You've been doing really well under these circumstances, Chris. You wouldn't believe all the stuff that's happened. But they promised me you'd be okay. Can you tell him about his voice? Yeah, Mr. Woodhouse. If all goes well once you stick to the medications, your voice should come back in a But you've got a long road ahead, and it is essential that you follow all the instructions to the letter, yeah? To the letter. This injection will make you sleep again, but it should relieve the pain. You'll likely experience some vivid dreams and disorientation, but it's to be expected. Trust us, yeah? Trust them. <sighs> that a boy. We should be able to move the intubation later tonight. Your bleeding is getting strong, and your oxygen levels are good. But your throat needs to heal. So do not be all glumbling or complaining nonsense. And let your friend do the driving from now on, yeah? Now do you hit left wait the gooey splatter? His name really is Dr. Peachy. I checked it out. They say it's a common Amish surname. You, you almost died, Chris. Don't you dare do that to me again. You're the only good family I have left. Mm -hmm. Go back to sleep, sweetie. I love you 3,000. I don't remember much, but it was strange from the start. My room at the clinic was small, and the equipment and the decor looked at least 60 years old. But the nurses and the staff dressed in a style even older, like they came out of an Amish church. The whole damn place seemed lost, out of time. I wonder if this was an animal care clinic instead of a human one. My throat was killing me and I couldn't move. Not only was I intubated and hooked up to wires, but my left arm and leg were bound in plaster casts. I was immobilized, couldn't talk. No way I was getting out of here anytime soon. And Andrew, the gash across his face? He thought I couldn't see it, but it was impossible not to. It was a big diagonal rip from his forehead to his chin. He looked swollen and badly infected. What the hell happened to us? 
The dreams of drug-induced sleep made it worse. Half-remembered flashbacks of the crash, the car spiraling over and over. Was it really a deer we hit? How can a deer do that much damage? I thought I could hear them talking over me, but I was so damn out of it, I couldn't be sure. You not worry about how you I know, I know. It, it all seems so, so crazy. crazy. If you, if you, if you, if you, if Hello, I'm Abigail. How are you feeling? I was awake again. My mass and intubation were gone, but my throat, leg, and arm still hurt like hell. Glad to see the doctor took your tubes out. How did it go? Not well. He's had a lot of pain. I'll give him a little more morphine. I'll give you a little more morphine, yeah? Pain will subside soon. He's been in and out of it all day. Seemed more mobile this morning, but when he was last awake, he could barely lift a finger. I told the other two nurses. The, that is to be expected. Let me, uh, let me look at his chart. Good year. Swallow the pills this morning without much trouble? Yeah. Good. That means he can take more. If you please, whatever you need, anything, just ask for me or Dr. Piche from now on. We're updating your treatment, Christopher. And the other nurses, they're going through a, uh, what, what do you say, uh, going through a learning curve. <sighs> Morphine is awesome, yeah? I'm sorry I wasn't here this morning. I've been dealing with uh, another emergency. Uh, but Abigail's here now, dear, and she'll take good care of you. <sighs> Try to get some sleep. Don't let any bad dreams bother you. Nightmares poison the mind. Okay, everyone. Dinner time. The cows are milked, the bread is baked, and the goods are... Not yet, Jebediah. The patients can't have solid food for a while. We need to keep you on the IV for a few more days, Christopher. Once your throat heals up, then we'll start you off with some nice soft food and soup. Yeah, my brother Amos has a farm. He also runs a deli. It's right next to a barn. My sister Anna, she makes great sandwiches. Thank you, Jebediah. Go now, please. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Be back in just a sec. Hey, kid. Can I, uh, get some of those sandwiches? I've already depleted the vending machines. Ears. Take this pill with some tea. It'll fight the infection. Yeah, they're unpleasant, but your body must have them. Come, open up. My dear, dear boy. Fate has delivered you to our little village. We haven't seen anyone like you in many, many autumn. The old woman's words weren't exactly comforting. 
I wanted to tell her how fucking awful those pills tasted while shoving a few down her throat to make my point. But they were so strong, really strong. Already I could feel them taking effect. Don't be afraid. We shall make all this quick and painless as much as possible. I drifted off to sleep once more and returned to my private little hell of fantastic nightmares. What's What's in these pills? pills? They They smell smell absolutely absolutely putrid. A compound of a Good stuff. Or were they nightmares? This was really happening, but it was also jumbled, jumbled with memories of the past. I saw your updated Facebook profile, babe. You can't have stuff like that on your social media. It's gonna give people the wrong idea. I thought it was on the private groups' setting. I mean, it's not on the main profile page. But job recruiters might see this. I'm in HR, I know. No matter how good your resume is, they'll always check out your social media before they consider hiring you. And if they see this, they won't hire you. I'll double check the visibility set to private. Why can't you just remove it? A membership. A membership, a membership, a membership, a membership. Wait, what? You guys never mentioned anything about paralysis. I thought he was just tired and in pain. Uh, it will happen until mid neon only for a while. Any other surprises in store? I mean, Jesus! Please, blasphemy, big whoop. Well, if the doctor talk to you. Peachy, 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 you do that, do that. It's not like that at all. It's not about Satan or devil worshiping. It's about empathy and freedom. Science, equal rights. But why do they have to call themselves the Satanic Temple? A a little political and religious grandstanding, yeah. But they have good intentions. The road to hell is paved with them, Andy. Someone sees this, they're gonna think you're into cultist rituals and animal sacrifices. Animal sacrifices? Oh, posy kitty. He thinks I'm gonna mutilate you. I'm not into devil worship. I'm agnostic. We both are. They're a perfectly harmless group, I swear. I was just curious. You know how I get. Please remove it, sweetie. You've been unemployed for four months now, and... I got a severance. It's not like I'm leeching off of you. Yet. Remove it. Please. Not for me. Okay. I'll do it for you and Posey. We're going to help you, Christopher. We're going to help you purify 
<sighs> Christ, that was a bad dream. It took me a second to remember where I was. Andy was sitting in the chair by the window on the other side of the room. He got up and walked over. Oh, hey! The Force Awakens! You've been out for a while. It's almost 11. How are you feeling? Mm. Mm. I'm sorry, babe. Doctors will be back soon, but I got a gift that just might cheer you up. Andy smiled widely and held out his sight for sore eyes. He had a whiteboard in his hand and a dry erase marker on the other. You know how bad I am at charades? I figured I'd spare you from all the grunting and hand gestures. <sighs> 25 miles to the nearest office supply store. Had to take an Uber. The Toyota was totaled. We're getting the full insurance on it, though. Don't worry about the cat. Matt and Brian are taking care of her. I also called your parents and your office. I took care of everything. Everyone's worried sick. I picked up the whiteboard and wrote him a question. What day is it? November 2nd. Less than three weeks until the wedding. Obviously, we'll have to postpone it. He gently rested his head against my stomach. I stroked his hair, like I often did. Andy's hair was thinning. I used to tease him about it, until I realized how much it upset him. Maybe they'll let you use sign language to say, I do. A mute husband is a perfect husband. And to think, we miss the Flaming Foliage Festival. Listen. Weird, huh? It sounds German, but it's not German. At least, from what I can tell. I was about to write down another question when Andy picked up a cup of tea and more pills. Here. They want me to make sure you took these. Every last one. <laughs> no? I wrote, makes me sick and gives scary dreams. Well, they said that was to be expected. Come on. You have to. I wrote, want real meds, real hospital. That's not possible, sweetie. You're in no condition to move. Look, I hate it here too, but it's not like we have a choice. We just have to rough it out. Besides, they did save your life and mine. I took one pill from Andy's hand and put it in my mouth. I reached for the cup, but didn't drink it. Thanks. Mr. McHugh, over, please. Nurse Abigail and the orderly stood in the hallway. Andy placed the remaining pills on my chest, then headed for the door. Nurse Ratchet awaits. Once they were away, I quickly spat the pill out of my mouth. With a little struggle, I was able to reach over and stuff all the dark pills underneath the plastered cast on my bad arm. I then dumped the cold tea onto my crotch. 
and held up the empty cup triumphantly as Andrew and Abigail approached. Yay! You took them! Oh, oh, oh dear. Your catheter is loose. I'll have something to replace it and fetch you fresh bread sheets, yeah? I smiled and played dumb as the nurse hurried away again. Jesus. Sure hope she's not the one who bathed you. Look, I need to get back into town. I have an errand to run. Mm-hmm. It's important, Chris. While you were comatose, I had to give a police report. They have some follow-up questions. I can bring you lunch when I get back. <sighs> yeah, I know. This place is like the damn Dark Ages or before Netflix. Not that our rooms have TVs. I think we're the only patients here. I took the board and wrote, where are our cell phones? The river has them. I'll see if I can buy another in town. I've been relying on the clinic's one public pay phone all this time. It's an old booth, like the kind Superman used. Wait a minute. Andy looked at the cast on my arm and I panicked. Did he see the pills I'd hidden? Well, this is really fucking disappointing. I held my breath, but then Andy picked up the marker and drew something on the cast. I looked down to read A plus C within a little heart. Say what you will about Andy, but he was always the sentimental type. There. Would have done that weeks ago, but they were busy stitching up my broken face. It must be a sight for sore eyes. Sure you don't want to change your mind about the wedding? I looked closer at the scar across Andy's face. It was still bad, but healing and considerably improved. Unusually improved. I wrote on the whiteboard again. Looks much better. Really? You think? Best case scenario, you'll still be marrying a 60s-era Ernst Blofeld. Andy left, and every minute he was gone, I felt uneasy. There seemed to be a flurry of activity from down the hall. Bedridden, I couldn't turn to see it, but I could hear their footsteps and more nonsensical chatter. If I was the only patient in this building, what was everyone so anxious about? What am I so anxious about? Hi, I'm Sasha. I'm very pleased to meet you. The little girl scared the shit out of me. I didn't see or hear her coming. She couldn't have been any more than six or seven. I quickly scribbled high on the whiteboard and smiled back as best I could. My throat still hurt like a motherfucker. I'm waiting for my brother. He works here. Sasha was carrying an antique doll. Its rubber face paled yellow with age and curly red hair thinned from overgrooming. In Sasha's other hand was a little pink plastic mirror. She held it up as if inviting the doll to gaze into its own reflection. This is Carly. She likes you. I waved a polite hello to the doll. Sasha was clearly intrigued by the bandages around my neck. My mommy said you're hurt really bad, but it's okay. You don't look scary. I patted the doll's head, then pointed at the toy mirror. To my surprise, 
Sasha was happy to hand it over. I looked at my reflection. The first time I could actually see myself. Unlike Andy, the injuries to my face weren't that bad. My neck was another matter. The bandages were damp and stained, as if they hadn't been replaced in weeks. I suddenly grew sick to my stomach. This... All this was not right. You must have been hurt more on the inside. I was about to give her mirror back when something in the reflection caught my eye. I slowly spun it around the room so I could take in more of my surroundings. Another taller mirror came into view. It was adhered to the open closet door. From its reflection, I could glimpse the outside hallway. There was these old nurses, maybe half a dozen or so, walking in single file, each carrying a stack of black robes. I caught them for only a second, but the way they moved seemed like a procession. And I think they were chanting. I lifted the mirror, this time to see through the window on the far side of the room. A small group of townspeople huddled in the distance, all dressed in weird period costumes. A few of them were arguing. It looked like a public debate of some kind. Others were staring, staring back at me? <gasps> Wait, is that Andrew? My God, it is. What the hell is he doing over there? Why are they patting him on the shoulder? Can I sign your cast? I nodded and gave Sasha her mirror back. She picked up the marker and wrote something on my leg. I couldn't tell what it was at first. I was so uncomfortable. There, for luck. She walked up and gave me a little kiss on the cheek. I could feel my eyes welling up. Sasha had a kinder bedside manner than anyone else in this place. Even Andy. Carly hopes your insides get better. I started to wave back, but already she was gone. Alone again. I closed my eyes and tried to relax. My neck, my back, every inch of me was in agony. It was a half hour later when I finally sat up high enough to see what Sasha wrote on my leg. It was a pentagram. The ring! It's beautiful! I love the Celtic pattern. I hoped you would. I would order it from that Scottish jewelry shop you like. Fancy! Well, it's not gold. It's titanium. Titanium's nice. It's a stronger metal, too. It's perfect. I love you. Love you. Don't mean to spoil the surprise, but I got you a ring as well. I was saving it for our next vacation. You were going to ask me? You know I was. You caught me rehearsing my proposal in the bathroom. I just assumed you were talking to the cat. Good evening, gentlemen. Are you ready for some champagne? Good God, yes. It's a special occasion. Well, I'm delighted you could celebrate it here with us. Are you Andrew? Ramiro? Ruben. Ruben, of course. Ruben Ramirez. Rodriguez. 
You two know each other? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's been a long time. Has it? Champagne, sir? Yes, please. How have you been? Fine. Didn't know you worked here. No. Thanks so much, Reuben. Congratulations, whoever. Ships that pass in the night. Pass or collided? I met him long before you. A summer thing, like a whole other lifetime. There was only one time after, early last year. I never cheated on you once we were serious, Chris. Oh, come on. Don't be mad. Weren't you with someone else when we first met? Not really with. I embellished. After you, I never wanted anyone else. Neither did I. Do you still want me to have this? You mean the ring? Of course I do. Don't you? Yeah. Great. Great. Okay. We hereby make it official. Putting your ring on my finger now. There. See? If you slept with the valet too, I'll be really mad. Don't worry. He's not my type. <laughs> Guess what I got? Happy, happy, joy, joy. Now have bananas, yogurt, and cans of sparkling cranberry juice. What's wrong? I was going to tell him about the pentagram when I got a closer look at Andy's scar. It had faded considerably within a matter of hours. Nothing that bad heals that fast. I pointed to it. Scar's getting better, right? I nodded, baffled. But there was something else. Andy's hair. Call me crazy, but I swear it looked like it was getting fuller? They've been giving me weird skin creams. Seems to do wonders. Wouldn't tell me the ingredients. They could make a killing selling the stuff commercially. That kid, Jedediah, let slip that they keep it all a secret and it'd never meet FDA approval. Or FDR approval, as he called it. Anywho, you must be starving. You want to drink first or eat something? No! No food! He can only be fed through the IV. But it's soft food. Fool, what did I tell you? You have to throw it all away. I watched as Peachy put a new batch of those god-awful pills on the table alongside my bed. He then pulled over a small wastebasket and dumped my would-be meal inside it. I was too tired to say anything. And too scared. Peachy was a stern man, obviously. But he didn't seem like the kind of guy to lose his temper. Catching his breath... Peachy stared back at Andy, his face burning red. Even Andy seemed intimidated by now. A word, please, Andrew, yeah? Peachy ushered Andy out of the room. It was now or never. I quickly dumped the tea into the wastebasket and stuffed the pills inside my cast. I could feel them dissolving against my skin. It burned slightly, 
but it was far better than having to swallow them again. Peachy took his time yelling at Andy. I could hear his voice from down the hall, but didn't make out what he was saying. I couldn't get over how much better Andy looked. Whatever it was they'd given him was obviously working. But why all the secrecy? How could such advanced medicine come from this type of place? And Andrew, is he part of all this? What was he doing with those townspeople? I was getting more and more paranoid. So paranoid that even memories of the past started coming back in a whole new light. Accidental death and dismemberment? Why do you even tell me about this? It's a standard insurance policy. A lot of couples get one. A half million dollar policy? In the event of my death? I got one for me too. I thought we should both be covered. We can barely afford these payments. We'll manage. We're engaged. We have to think about these things. We have to talk about them first. Aren't I supposed to co-sign this? I forged your digital signature. I didn't want to upset you. I know how you get with all this morbid stuff. And your policy? Is there a reason you're leaving me just 50k? I completed it wrong. I was going to update it after the wedding. Add this to your ever-growing collection of secret bullshit. We're back! Andy and Peachy returned with Abigail. She was carrying another vial in her hand. Mr. Woodhouse, I must insist you take your pills now. Oh, good. You already did. Glad to see one of you is cooperative. So much drama, yeah. No wonder we don't give you television. Andy backed a few steps away and kept his head down. It wasn't like him to be so submissive. Dr. Peachy lectured you again, Mr. McHugh. Yes. Good. Your friend is a stubborn fellow, yeah? I smiled and nodded. Of course he is. But we are stubborn too. I watched as she injected the needle into my arm. There was nothing more I could do. I could feel the dark sleep taking me again. Don't let the doctor scare you. I have too much fun doing that to myself. You Morning. How'd you sleep? I opened my eyes and stared right into Andrew's face. He looked at least five years younger. 
Scar was almost completely gone. Bad dreams? Still? I pointed at his face. My scar again? Seriously? You know, I don't think it was really all that bad to begin with. Now that the stitches and swelling are gone. I picked up the whiteboard and wrote, Not normal. Who cares if it's normal, so long as it's better? Christ. To think you'd actually be happy for me. What happens tonight, I wrote. Tonight? What do you mean? Lie about what? What are you talking about? No, I don't know. What the hell's with you? Your meds must be getting to you. I'll go find Abigail or Peachy. I grabbed Andy's arm and clung to it with my last bit of strength. Sweet <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck? I was crying so much I could barely see through the tears. I let go of Andy's arm and wrote slowly. I love you. I love you too, but I don't I don't know what to do here. Abigail! He's getting agitated and delusional, just like you said. The nurse was flanked by two big orderlies. They held me down as Abigail prepped another syringe. Leave us now, Andrew. Go prepare yourself. There's work, wild work to be done. Yes, Mother Abigail. Mother? Why did he just call her mother? The needle went in and a rush jolted inside me. It felt like poison. I was paralyzed, slipping away. Is this how it feels for death row inmates and lethal injections? Oh, my dear, dear boy. Come tomorrow morning, this tainted life shall be but a dream. What was happening? This can't be real. <sighs> I was awake and alive. I saw Andy sitting on the far side of the room. His head was down as if bowed in shame. Peachy, Abigail, and the two orderlies stood on the edge of my bed. They looked at each other, expressionless, then exited the room with silent footsteps. They were quiet as ghosts. You need to take your pills. Take the fucking pills. There was no choice now. No choice. I took the pills. I've made plenty of mistakes in my life, Chris. When I meet my maker, there's a lot I'll have to answer for. Annie got up and headed for the door. I saw his face now. He looked even younger. The face of a 20-year-old. The scar had completely vanished. The world is a crazy place. But the world after? It's crazier. It's madness. The pills were taking effect. I knew it would be the last time.
Just as my eyes were closing, I looked up at the ceiling where they had painted a large pentagram in blood. <laughs> Carly told me to say goodbye. Alas, how terrible is wisdom, but it brings no profit to the wise. You must paint the blood around every window, every door. Yes, yes Father. Father. Markings on his chest must be straight, Jebediah. Yes, Mother. Um, can't I just use a ruler? Light the candles now, please. Yes, yes Father. Father. Draw the curtain. Both the doors. Yes, yes, Father. Andrew, put the chain around his neck. Medallion over his heart. Yes, Mother Abigail. Ah, hooks. Bind him. Yes, yes Father. Splay him. Yes, yes father. father. Make the binds good and tight now. Yes, yes father. father. Hooks. Jebediah. The silver carving hooks. Jebediah! Working on... <clears throat> yes, mother. Oh, Jesus. I don't think I can take this. Must it get soft now, Andrew McHugh? You have to watch. It is essential. Do I start the chant now? Yes! Ready? Ready? Oh, boy. Get ready for the icky part. Now! Ah! Jebediah! The transfusion! Yeah. Are you sure you're doing this right? You said he wouldn't struggle. We don't exactly do this every day in Denton. He's struggling now, I think. Jedediah, are you sure you gave the blood of a virgin? <sighs> yeah. Watch the road, Chris. I am. No, you're not. Please, Chris, look out! Chris! Chris! Where are you? Chris? Chris! No! Get away from it! Get away! What the fuck is that? Make sure you put your gloves on. Yeah! What the fuck is that? Get his pulse. Chris! It's weak. Oh. Chris! Look! The creature's changing back. Poor God mercy. Lord in heaven. Oh no, it's it's Joshua. The man with no name? Your friend is breathing. He's still with us. Aren't you going to call an ambulance? And tell them what? Jacob, get to the van. Eli, go to the center. Have them get ready. Levi, block is the road. Nobody in the road, yeah? And Samuel, my condolences to your brother, Joshua. Let us pray he's with God. You mean to tell me I was attacked by- A motherfucking werewolf. Yeah. <sighs> That's the whole story. Every family in this village has had one in their lineage. 
but the curse can skip generations. We're the first outsiders to see one. These people developed a cure and the ritual, but they weren't sure who among them was still turning until you were attacked. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. They said you'd be okay. That there's no danger anymore. You've developed an immunity now. We can go home soon. We can't tell anyone. Ever. They made me promise. And we can never come back. Good. I'm sorry they hurt you. God, those hooks. But they insisted there was no other way. Forgive me? I do. You do? My beloved husband. I do. <sighs> I understand now why you were so suspicious. The whole life insurance thing really was an honest mistake. And I'm not a devil worshiper. Though, in light of recent events, my mind's pretty fucked up. Your face is nice. The cream helped. God, I wish I could take some home. Their plan was to keep you in the dark, so this would all seem like a bad dream. They're desperate to protect their secrets. Are they Christians? Or occultists? Or... They worship God, but embrace the occult. It was the only way they could fight off their universal monsters while keeping the faith. What's with the pentagram on the ceiling? A pentagram's only a pentagram when it's pointed upside down. But that star's pointed north. To them. It represents the five wounds of Christ. Now you tell me. Okay, gents. I got the buzzsaw. Here, time to remove your characters of casts. Cast of... Bumblefuck. Be nice. Andrew, uh... A word, please? Yeah. Coming. I suppose he wants to discuss the medical bill. Imagine what they'll write on the invoice. Put it on our flexible spending account. Mr. Woodhouse, sir, we will get this stuff off of you in just a sec. Just need to plug the saw in. <laughs> Why don't I leave you two alone? Bye, sweetie. Bye. Thank you. Thank you all. Don't get many visitors around here. Hope you made a good impression. You okay? Mm. I'm feeling really nauseous all of a sudden. It's the meds. The meds will do that. I'm having bad cramps. Oh, don't worry. They go away in a few. <sighs> well, try to take your mind off it. Uh, where are you guys from? Outside of L.A. Los Angeles, California. Wow. I hear it's really freaky there, yeah? Are you absolutely sure I can't buy some of that in my back or anything? Yay! Sawing is done! I just have to pull the plaster apart now. Uh, are you okay there, mister? Sir? Oh god! Something's wrong! You want me to get the doctor? Something inside of me! Uh, here, let me help. I've, I got you. I'm burning up! The pills. Oh, oh, you, you didn't take all your pills. Oh, 
sweetie? Um, sweetie? You're right. We should have gone to London. This has been a Morbid Forest production. And on this week's episode, you've heard Improper Dosage, written by Adam McDaniel, with narration by Matthew Trevino, Sean Conkling Mathot, Brendan Ward, Sean Moreau, Naomi Richards, Kathy Tran, Kiefer Light, Kyle Bone, Pele Frid, Bill Simons, Landon Wisnant, and Mai Froberg. Our theme music this season is For I Have Died Long Ago Inside This Place by Valentine Wolf. Did you love Adam's story this week just as much as we did? Then go ahead and check out his book, How to Succeed in Heaven Without Really Dying, available on Amazon. The link is down in the show notes. And don't forget, travelers, if you're loving what you're hearing, go ahead and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and help us get to more travelers out there just like you. Speaking of more, just for $3 a month, you can get more of The Morbid Forest. Head over to our Patreon, that's patreon.com slash themorbidforest, to become a faithful traveler today. You'll receive exclusive access to early episodes, a bonus series, and deals on merch for, you guessed it, $3 a month. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or X, Instagram, Discord, and Threads stay up to date on all the happenings within the forest. Thank you so much travelers for listening. I know this is the holiday season and everyone is super busy, but don't you worry dear travelers, we're not too busy for you. We have a very special Christmas surprise heading your way. But until then, we'll see you next time travelers on The Morbid Forest. <laughs>